You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Randy Simone, and thank you once again for tuning in to Being Free with Simone Pie. I am forever grateful that you all here in year three continue to listen and support. It does not go unappreciated. This is the month of May, and I wanted to do a really special episode this month, being that we have a very special holiday, which is Mother's Day. So I have quite a treat for you all today, and I am joined by my mommy. Say hi, mommy. Hello. So this is going to be, I cannot believe I actually talked her into doing this because my mom does not do public speaking at all, like ever. (laughs) Have you ever, like, have you ever done public speaking? So I used to do it all the time. Really? Mama, (laughs) I never knew that about you. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. See, already learning things about my mom that I never knew, but I cannot believe I got her to do this because... Um, in my lifetime, my mom ain't done no public speaking, but we're going to go ahead and jump right into this conversation and yeah, we're going to hear from mommy. So, and just, just to be clear, I do not call my mommy, mommy on a day-to-day basis. I'd be like, what do I call you? Mom. Mama. Mama. Mm-hmm. Like that Stewie, um, you know, Stewie from Family Guy, he does that mom, mom, mom. So that's pretty much what I do to my mama. I'd be like, mama, mama, we talk how many times a day? Mm. Oh, <laughs> the shade. But it's all good. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump into this conversation. So, mom, that feels so weird. <laughs> all right, mama. Um, you have been a mother for how many years? For you are thirty. Forget my age if you want to. <laughs> no, I was gonna cut it off because I'm like, mm, you're okay with me, so yeah, you okay. can say my so age. You're 35, so I've been a mother for 37 years. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and. Put two and two together, y'all. We're not going to go deep into that. Put two and two together. I am 35. Do you want to talk about that or do you not? Um, I'm okay with talking about Okay, that. so tell people, you know, you said you're, you've been a mother for 37 years. Yes. So before, before you were born, um, we had uh, twins. So we went into early labor with twins and they did not survive. And I still got beef with y'all doctor because your doctor, that doctor who told my mama she wasn't pregnant. She was very much pregnant. So <laughs> I still got beef with that doctor because it probably, yeah. I, I feel like it was his fault. But you know, yeah, it's neither uh, here nor there, you know. So that was before technology wasn't advanced enough at that time. Uh, so they didn't, they didn't survive. They weren't developed enough 
enough of their vital organs weren't developed. Yeah, so when y'all, I be telling y'all, they keep wishing twins on me. I really do have twins on both sides, and they swear they come into me. Yeah. Don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. Did I tell you I had a dream mm. that I had twins, and they were the names in the dream. They were the names that I had picked out if I ever had twins. That was crazy to me. Yeah, you're probably going to be the one. <laughs> oh lord y'all see they be wishing this on me but okay so we're gonna start with our first question so mama what would you say have been some of your greatest joys about being a mother oh my greatest joys hmm probably having um so probably having someone who is kind of like me, but not quite. Seeing seeing you grow into someone that is a little bit, maybe a little bit more. The older you get, it's more than just a little bit like me. But you also have your own distinct personality. I've been dancing to the beat of my own drum. Oh, forever, life. all all your life, baby. all your life, <laughs> going so, against the grain like a, a always a trivial, always <laughs> against the grain. <laughs> never following rules y'all not gonna <laughs> tell me what to do <laughs> but uh but yeah uh so seeing you develop into uh the young woman that you are and knowing that I that a lot of that is from me but it's also from you um exploring and developing and growing and um seeing you flourish um so I know sometimes I say we're like water and oil. <laughs> and so, but I noticed that that's that water and oil, the oil is standing out as you get older. Oh, so, y'all, we boasting over here tearing up. <laughs> we got the first question. <laughs> but I do, I do, I do notice that. I'm like, okay, okay. So because you're growing, you're growing into your own fully, fully grown woman like your your feet are firmly like planted. I'm really 35 out here yes. it's also me and my friends like kind of unrelated but me and my friends we joke all the time that we're really supposed to be the new adults because we don't take enough <laughs> stuff seriously like I feel like y'all were like mama when you were my age even before you were my age you was like a real adult <laughs> no, so, but you sorry. also had you also had a child and you are child. so married so I ain't got neither one of them right now. So, <laughs> we do, we just be out here just doing whatever. Yeah. But it's it's good though. But it's 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 a good thing because um because I think it's important for you to um to experience life, um all the different facets of life, as many of them as you can before you actually say Granny that. say that all the time. She'd be like, I'm so glad y'all are enjoying life and experiencing life before like she tell us all the time the ones who don't have kids yet do not rush. Because mm -hmm. once you got kids <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Kids, uh husband, you know, all of that. So you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you know enjoying life yeah I am oh mommy y'all we both cry babies so <laughs> this is gonna be interesting okay so now that you've told me like you know some of the greatest joys is that the only joy you wanted to mention or do you have any more before I move on 
I think that encompasses everything, pretty much okay. everything. That's the that's the thing that makes me most proud. So I see um you like I did that yeah I, <laughs> I did <laughs> not, not to pat myself on the back or anything no but really just to see um see some of the values and things uh instilled in you and um to see some of those things come to fruition to see you move through life using the things that were um you know that were taught to you um growing up and seeing you apply them with your own little twist I but, mean I do that with recipes too I don't yeah. never follow a recipe exactly the way it is I'm always gonna tweak it to what works yeah. for me but it's again dancing to the beat of my own journal but it's the foundation that's important mm -hmm. I still feel like it's the the basic foundation is there it so, is so that makes me proud you ain't raised no fool boo <laughs> <laughs> wasn't trying to <laughs> so Okay. On the other side of that, what do you feel has been um, one or some of the um, biggest hardships um, of motherhood? Of oh, motherhood. And you can be completely honest here. Our listeners know this is a very open and honest space. Okay. So be, be very honest. Okay. So the challenges. Um, so probably, well, let's see. So being a young mother and wife was a challenge mm -hmm. because, so did you, did you know how, how old I was when me and your dad got married? Um, don't tell me. Um, was you 22? Mm -mm. Girl, you was younger than that. Lord yes. Jesus, I can't imagine being <laughs> nobody wife at that age. <laughs> I was 19 oh years old. Jesus. I was 19 and he was 20. I mean, I thought I was in love at 19, but I was trying to marry him. <laughs> Not I was like, can we go to school first and just stay together and then we can talk about marriage after we get out of college? Like 19 as a wife. Yeah, so so that so that was a challenge. So and the twins were born. Um, I was twenty one. That was a very so was a lot very fast very fast yeah and um, so and losing them so that was devastating. Um, it's got to be rough on newlyweds. Yeah, it it was rough, but it was rough. But at that time, your dad and I, we had a really, um, a really tight relationship. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say it was, it was hard on both of us. So I don't think either of us felt, um, alone, alone. Yeah. Do you think y'all were still like in the, in the honeymoon stage probably? Yeah. So y'all were kind of still much. high off of that. Yeah. So. Well, we were growing up together. That makes sense. So uh, we so that's kind whatever of whatever y'all was gonna we, go through, y'all was gonna go through it together. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, that makes um, sense. So that was a challenge, and uh, and then you know when I had to when I became a single mom uh, through divorce, um, so it was very challenging <laughs> navigating all of that by myself. Baby, so, but you made it work. Yeah, and yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know and how you kept me on my toes. I don't know so. how she made it work, y'all. But I ain't never. I had everything I wanted and needed. Like I was a, I was still very spoiled 
with you being a single mama. Yeah. Like I had a lot. Yeah. Because and I in my little world, to... it was part. It was perfect. Like I didn't want you to to not have the things that I felt that you would have had had your dad and I still been together. So that was a, and um, they always say that that's a single parents do that because they want to they don't want you to feel like you're missing out on something i know some single parents who do who do mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah it's a it's a common thing especially you, when the other parent isn't like care isn't picking up their mm-hmm. their um their weight yeah um but no i remember like i know i put you through hell <laughs> yeah that was the other that was the I other was, challenge yeah, I, was, I was a i was i won't even say bad so here's my here's my defense. Your, okay. When I was it was it was just me and my mama in the house. So I got all the attention I wanted. I got to school and I had to compete for attention. And in Randy's world, that just wasn't gonna work. Because at that age, you know, I just recently, like within therapy years, got over it's not the Randy show. it was absolutely the randy show in my head back then so me and i was very smart i was a quick learner so i would finish my schoolwork very fast and then be bored so hey teacher entertain me (laughs) which always led to always trouble because randy wouldn't sit down and shut up so mom would have to drive across town Give them, give them, give the people who, because we have listeners in St. Louis, give them, like, tell them what, where you were driving from, where you were driving to. I was driving from Deaconess Hospital. What area is that in? That's in the city of St. Louis. Not, like, is that near Forest Park? Park. Yeah, across from Forest Park. Forest Park. I was driving from there all the way back over into Florissant Blackjack. To pick up someone from school <laughs> and then drive all the way back to work, <laughs> back to Deaconess <laughs> to finish my day out. And then back and home. then drive back home. I'm so sorry, Mom. Fortunately, <laughs> I was able to keep her at work with me and give her some little busy work. I loved your work staff. That lady had me in there eating diabetic cookies. One of my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> And know what I was eating. Randy's like, can I have some of those? This was my buddies, though. They kept me, they kept me busy. But I do remember, I remember like when I wasn't, you know, doing all that. You worked really hard. Like you worked a full-time job, would come home, get meets together, and then you would go to night school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when your dad and I got married, so I had finished three and a half years of school. Mm-hmm. Um, why I couldn't finish the last semester? Because we do stupid stuff when we get love. That that would that would be a no today. Um, but yeah, um, so I I had to finish that. So I'm not a quitter. Um, and my mommy did, y'all. She went back to school when she finished that degree. Mm-hmm. I certainly did. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that that was that was challenging, just navigating all of that, plus trying to get some mommy time in, also because mommy was still in her prime. Mommy was at Brianni Nice, y'all. <laughs> so that's why somebody had to go south in the summers. <laughs> so I remember, and if the, y'all don't know, so I don't even know. So if Brianni Nice 
is a club, was a club in North County. So and it was up on that hill. West it was and up, New Hall's it was, Yep, it was up on that hill. I don't know what it is now. I think I maybe know. a funeral home, but it's been a bank. Yeah, I, um, I don't know what. But it honey, that was this. That was your spot. That Where else did spot. you go? The ambassador. <laughs> did you go there? Before uh-huh. Not time? really the ambassador. It was another place. Evening shade. I don't know nothing about that one. At. Parker Road in Hallsville. I don't know nothing about that. So, but it was mostly Brioni nights. I, I know that. <laughs> mostly Brioni nights. But, okay. So, what would you... So, what would you say about our relationship? And when I ask you that question, you can say present. You can say over time. So, there's no, there's no really right or wrong answer. Well, there's no right or wrong answer for any of this, but you know, whatever when I whatever comes to you when I ask you this. So okay. So of course those teenage years. <laughs> so those those were some of the most challenging. So mm-hmm. that that's why that was that was a part of the challenging. Well, really from toddler through teenage. But girl, don't do this. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but I think all mothers go through that with teenagers. Yeah, the teenage so- thing. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and then when we start mm-hmm. doing doing yeah. doing mm-hmm. things that we think are adult things, then we really think you we really grow. got really got attitude. So at that time, I was I was thinking, whoo, is this girl really? Is she ever going to like me? Um, but um, and then as an adult, so after we moved here, I feel like um, um. You blossomed a lot. You really, really grew up a lot, and I um, was forced to move to grow up here. Yeah, you kind of really didn't have. I was out of the comfort zone. Yeah, here. you have to hit the ground running here. The one thing about it, you if have you to, not, you listen, have to hit the ground running. Texas will eat you up. <laughs> it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, you have to you have to hit the ground running. So, um, but um, so it was the the teenage years was a little challenging. Um, and then here as, as an adult, um, so we went through probably, can't remember, was it before the pandemic or right after the pandemic? Yeah, well, moment we weren't speaking. Uh-huh. It was before, I think. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, pandemic causes a lot of lost time. I, I don't know if it was before or after, but it, yeah. It was either 2019 or 2020. Yeah. So when, um, so when I say our relationship <laughs> is like water and oil, it has been like like what we're like water and oil so um <laughs> what randy and i used to do we had kind of like this little um uh, whenever we would get together and hang out um because i'm i'm from the south and i'm uh a traditional parent i would i would say i'm I, i'm a pretty traditional parent so we would get together and we would hang out and at some point, we would run into a conversation that was a little contentious. So what we each would do was dig our heels in mm-hmm. and not budge. And that would cause a little... A lot know, of friction. Friction, mm-hmm. yeah. So I can't even remember what it was uh, that this particular uh, incident came about. But whatever it was, it went far left quick. <laughs> So we didn't speak for mm, about two months. Was it two months? It was about two months. About two months. It seemed longer. It seemed much longer. I mean, considering that Randy and I speak probably about 20 times a day. Yeah, (laughs) it seems like much longer. um, 
but uh what I feel like uh I feel like we've both grown um oh okay so I can flip back and say something else okay back to the challenges the biggest challenge after after the part about um you know raising her as a single parent and doing all of that after her dad and I split the biggest challenge after that is learning how to let go of her because let and letting go of the idea in my mind that she is my child so and being that Randy is an only child because she's the only living child that I have it's so it's been so hard to let go because what I wanted to do not literally but this is what your mind your mind tells you that you want to fix this little this little place for her in life, mm-hmm. like in this little box and put her in it so that everything that she does is just smooth and she doesn't have to go through anything. So um, so being a, <laughs> trying to get to a point of letting go. So I'm still working on that. I think, I think I've come a long way. You have. <laughs> so uh, because she's her own person and being being able to back up and, and let her do, I offer advice. Um, yes, sometimes unsolicited, but like I say, I'm a traditional mom. I mean, from the south. Do anyway. I'm going to do that <laughs> until I'm six feet under. So, but I don't try to force anything on her. You know, I give her my opinion on something. Uh, sometimes she asks, sometimes she doesn't, but I, I usually give my opinion. So, uh, but being, I feel like I'm better able to back up and let her live her life. Um, you know, good, bad, indifferent. Um, it's her life. It's not mine. I think you do do a lot better. And I think that, you know, so <laughs> I, my granny actually, uh, was like, uh-uh, ain't no more of that. Not talking. My oh. granny does not. She doesn't play that. <laughs> she don't play that. <laughs> so she was like, you know, and my granny's delivery is always, that's why we talk to her about all kind of stuff and everybody always wants to talk to her because her delivery is just, she's always been that way. So she mm-hmm. told us in like, you know, the most sweet little little lady way, mm-hmm. y'all get it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, So we did, you know, we had, we, you know, had our conversation. And I think since then, we've both won we have to create boundaries with each other yeah. as, as mother and daughter, but also just as two grown women, mm-hmm. we had to create boundaries with each other and be like, Hey, mm, let's not, yeah. <laughs> let's not, let's not go there. And I feel like we both learned how to pivot yeah. uh, because when we see that we've run across a conversation or a subject that we're going, that east we're, one we're, is going <laughs> east and the other is going we just kind of like, mm-hmm. Breaks and like, and turn left. Yeah, like so. okay, so let's, like let's agree to disagree. Like the right. point doesn't have to be made. You're gonna feel how you feel. I'm gonna feel yeah. how I feel. But it doesn't need to turn into this this bickering match because yeah. nobody is gonna win. And now now I want to talk to you at all. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't have to go there. We don't we don't do that anymore. So I do. I think you know. I think both of us have. Um, well, I don't think I know both of us have really grown with our level of um, emotional maturity 
Um, yeah. And, yep. and just learning, I think it's worth in relationships period, whether it's friends, family, whatever, just learning how to navigate those relationships with those people is important. So yeah. like what, what that person's triggers are. And you have to be willing to, um, willing to say you're wrong or, you know, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. Or Accountability your, people. Your opinion is valid. You know, you feel how you feel is valid. Um, so I think I'm, I'm at the point where I'm appreciating you and seeing you as a, as a grown woman. Mm-hmm. So, I and for so bad, am I? not so bad, <laughs> no, but, but, but really, so you, I think you'll understand, um, you'll understand it more when you have children of your own. It's very hard to let to let your child go I mean and I know you're not a child but no but so in my mind that makes sense you've already said you're 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 traditional so tradition was uh, women never let they didn't leave the house until their husband came and got them mm-hmm. like <laughs> that well I'm not quite that traditional yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I has to be here <laughs> yeah I'm not quite that traditional but no but in all seriousness but, like that is how it used to be so I, I do understand it makes sense because it's hey this is we're we're taking care of her this is, you know, this is, she's our responsibility. And then we give her to you as a husband, you know, that's, I guess, where the whole, you know, who gives mm-hmm. this woman to this man during wedding ceremonies. So, you know, I like, I get it. Um, me, not so traditional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a take, take what works for me and, um, you know, leave what doesn't um and I think that's every generation though yeah um some of the things that my mom uh that they grew up uh you know learning some of the so I think well I know me and my sisters and brothers too but I know I took some of it left some of it there and when I listened to my mom talk they did the same you know as far as their mom so uh, I think a lot of it is that our generation and let me make sure I say this the right way. We are not solely dependent. I'm not saying that your. Before I say this, I'm not saying that your generation is. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a explain myself okay. fully. Okay. I think that my generation does not solely depend on getting our information from, or 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 do's and don'ts from textbooks. Mm. from the bible mm. from what we like just what we were told tradition and from traditional, from traditional forms. forms we do take some so like i was telling you the other day like i don't i don't apply every book of the bible to you know my life because i don't i don't i won't say i don't agree i just don't i don't relate you haven't found where but there are certain books like, you know, I grew up on, you know, <laughs> Proverbs, like being in steel, like <laughs> Proverbs being in steel to me. So there are certain things that I can go to in the Bible. And I'm like, oh yeah, that, that does work for me. You know, uh, we talk all the time, you know, about how we don't like the textbooks anymore. They're really not mm-hmm. using them anyway, because they're so old and so 
falsified. So we're, you know, having more conversations. And I just, I do think that this generation and especially the generation after mine, it's just a lot more vocal in our beliefs, creating new belief systems. Like mm-hmm. I this like nobody before me was thinking like this. Like, but this is a new, a new world, a new age. So it's so it's a little bit of everything um that I think because yeah, just like you know, there are certain things like I just said, Granny came in and was like, uh-uh, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that no yeah. talk about it mm-hmm. and work it out work it out we're not gonna sit here mother and daughter and just not talk yeah yeah so and I was like you know what mm-hmm. I agree because it was it was, it was yeah it was un- it was very it was very uncomfortable it was very uncomfortable and I but I was trying to make a point you were trying to make a point and I was trying to make a point. Yeah. So we were still, I feel like we were still heels, we heels dug in um, to see who was gonna who was gonna break first. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we were. And that's never a good place to be. Mother, daughter, sister, brother, uh, anybody, uh, any type of relationship. Um, somebody has somebody has to, well, first of all, it shouldn't ever get to that point yeah. because you have to learn when to stop and just say we agree to disagree mm-hmm. and keep it moving move on to something else that topic we agree to we, disagree I think yeah. that's where and I think that's pretty much what we do now so um like I said we don't we don't uh get into those conversations that are uh divisive so and I think you just do better with not saying everything that come to your oh. head <laughs> I just chew on me a piece of gum so <laughs> I don't, I don't. And it's very, it's very hard because I am my mother's child. Um, the older I get that I realize too. Me too. So, the same, I, and I'm the same way. The older I get, mm-hmm. the more I realize I am my mother's child mm-hmm. because they're, I like, remember Like, remember how I used to get so mad that you wouldn't let us have like company for real. I'd be like, why don't nobody come visit us? Oh yeah. But now I don't be having company. I would rather go to people's house because I was like, you're not coming in here messing up my feng shui and my peace. <laughs> it's my peace. It's my peace. <laughs> no, don't come over here. I come to you. <laughs> we can meet somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So last question. Mm-hmm. From mother to daughter, what advice would you have for me at knowing, knowing what you know about where I am in life, knowing what you know about some of the things that I want in life? Okay. Um, I would say, um, so don't give up on something that you're that you're really passionate about. Um, Don't listen (laughs) to negative stuff from other people. Um, And um, enjoy yourself, Uh, be safe, travel, do the things that you want to do now because when you're raising a family, um, you have a husband, so if you remember, so it's one thing that uh, Pastor McNeil mm-hmm. always told us in our relationship class, and that is that uh, marriage is mundane. It is for fully grown people. Children need not apply. 
All right. Then. Because there there is a sameness and a and a mundaneness and an it's it's very structured to routine, married life yeah. routine and raising a family. There is no way around that. If you're not structured and mundane and routine, then something's gonna be out of whack real quick. I think I do. I was I think I was talking about that the other day. I think I do really like structure and routine because that's what I grew up in. But I do know that I like a little shaking up every now and then. So and, I and I as as a unwed woman, I just don't know what that looks like. And I just hope that, you know, I would partner with someone who who kind of functions the same. So I don't know if that means like, I don't know, maybe once a year, like we take like a like a two week vacation out of the country or something yeah. just something it's whatever makes yeah. our our day-to-day and yeah. it i i i don't function by myself without that that's mm-hmm. what i was just realizing like this pandemic really did a number because there have been no drastic changes in my life in a few years and that's i think that's really what's, why i've been yeah. like uh yeah that's not gonna work i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta do something i gotta do something <laughs> And it's whatever it's um, whatever you and your mate uh, decide to do as shakeups. It's just um, um, I don't know if this this kind of a mother. It's kind of a mother a motherhood. Just knowing how hmm, motherhood, but it's more it's more family. Yeah, I guess. But then, um, just knowing how to balance stuff. I also think that so in my mind again, I'm I, I'm not married, never been married, so it's just uh, assumptions. But I also would think that if you're partnered like with you know uh, the person you're supposed to be partnered with, that even though it is routine and structured, like it doesn't feel mundane. Yeah. So it doesn't feel. So I've never, but I'm I'm a person who enjoys being married. Yeah, but y'all like do stuff like y'all yeah. be outside, y'all empty nesters, y'all be outside. So I do. Maybe I say more than me, y'all. <laughs> I, I do enjoy being married. So it it all depends on um and what and what you're getting married for too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So sometimes some of some of the younger generation concerns me. Some of some of it concerns me. But um. But yeah, you can you can shake it up. You can you know it's whatever is comfortable for the two of you but that's important for the two of you uh not just because this one likes uh wants to go do this every week or whatever because in the routineness of it and in and in building a life together you can't build if you're always burning the wood that you yeah. need to build with oh i love all this talk about marriage i can't wait to have the wedding <laughs> and i'm not going to invite most people to <laughs> your getaway wedding Listen, y'all, my mama hates the idea that I barely want a wedding. I had like a 25 guest elopement. I don't even know if it's really considered an elopement at that point. But... Trip for me. Hmm? Trip for me. Trip for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so, well, mommy, I told you we were going to keep this short and mm-hmm. sweet because y'all, we are both emotional. We, we, nobody has dropped a tear yet, but Not we yet. have both had water like welling in our eyes. <laughs> it's been a good conversation though. It's but I am really, really glad that you, I'm a very appreciative of you. I know that you have, I don't like to praise I don't like that a lot of people praise black women for struggle because 
black women don't deserve struggle but I do know that it is a fact that there have been struggles and that did not take away from anything that you provided for me whether that be love whether that be uh the comfort of a queen bed with my little bitty body (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a twin bed no (laughs) that's um and you know the you know as kids you know tons and tons of toys you know we used to laugh about how my cousins talked about I got so much more than them and I was like oh yeah no I just don't tear my stuff up like y'all do every year (laughs) but no seriously I just I'm super appreciative of you and I'm proud of you I don't know if you hear that enough but I'm proud of you because yeah I didn't know that you you left college after you had one more semester left Mm -hmm. I am proud of you for deciding that you wanted to go back and get your degree and finishing it I am proud of you for not letting St. Louis be it for you for being able to see beyond St. Louis um sometimes I know that was that a, was a big step that was a com- <laughs> that was our comfort zone <laughs> comfort zone that yeah. was our comfort zone and I feel like that is literally the best thing we but ever could have done the best thing that I could have done um so I am proud of you for that um you just y'all just uh hit one year in your new home I am proud yes. of you for that um once y'all finally decided that y'all were in Texas to stay. Yes. <laughs> so I'm proud of you for that. And I'm just proud of who you are as a woman. I think that you, I tell you, sometimes you do too much. I do. For everybody. Um, I, I ain't included in that. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You do, you do a lot though. And I, I told you, I'm, I wish I could do so, so, so much more because you deserve so much more. And when the money long, baby, I'm going to whisk you away. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to whisk you away. <laughs> and we're going to be gone for like, we're going to be gone for like a couple weeks or something. You're going to have to remind you. I'm gonna, or, you know, when you retire, I might have to take you away for a, for like a few months or something. But I, I do, I hope that you feel my love I do I hope that you feel my appreciation I know that you know we have always got <laughs> we know we tap we do tap on each other's nerves every now and then but bit. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be I really do feel like you're my best friend and I thank you for for you know stepping back just a little bit and letting me spread my wings um, and blossom into the woman that I am today, I do attribute that to a lot of what you have instilled in me because you did, you did, yeah. Like we said, you know, you you take some, you leave some. That's true. And I know a lot of times you thought I wasn't listening, but I was listening. Oh, child. <laughs> I was listening, but I do. I love you dearly. I love you too, sweetie. My snuggles. I was just gonna say you finna tell these people what you my call me. <laughs> if y'all ever call me that, I will kill you. <laughs> That's my snuggles. But you ready for some great babies? I certainly am.
while I can still play with them. Well, yeah, I'm gonna need for you to get y'all to get. Uh, I'm gonna have to get y'all some. What, what y'all need? What extra y'all need to pray with? Y'all need some holy water. Y'all need a, a prayer mat. You need a prayer closet. What you need? Because <laughs> baby, this dating pool is. Oof, it's got a lot of stuff. We're praying in. for you. We're praying. We're praying for all of y'all. You know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of my friends knows somebody because this whole meeting new people thing is, is kind of scary, actually. I told you it's gonna be somebody through somebody that you know you that so? knows somebody. But yeah, and that'd be the best bet. Somebody who kind of you know know these folks' characters. Yeah. But anyway, y'all, I hope you enjoyed your treat. Uh, it is ten o'clock. And baby, we finna go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> so again, thank you all for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BNFreePod. That's the letter B, the letter N, free pod. Don't go looking for my mama because you ain't gonna find her and she ain't giving you no kind of information. <laughs> see you when you see it. <laughs> be well, be safe, be free. Bye, y'all. Bye.